Welcome to Inner Peace To Go, a podcast about how to bring more peace to our minds and more ease to our lives. I'm your host, Sandy Cohen, a writer and coach who studies the science of the mind, well-being, and cultivating happiness. I am so glad you're here. Let's dig in. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Inner Peace To Go. Thank you so much for tuning in. So this is the third episode in the spring series, and today I want to talk to you about something that will increase your energy, improve your immune system, boost your memory, boost cognition, make your skin look better. It is so awesome. It's so awesome you're going to want it right away, and in fact, you can get some later on today, and that is sleep. Sleep is such an essential well, it's an essential practice for for living beings, for sure, for animals. And it is, in my view, so essential to renewal in this season of renewal and also to inner peace because it just equips you to really be your best, not only because your body ha- and brain has the rest that it needs, but because your mood and attitude and outlook is so improved when we are well rested. Now, it is so easy to skip sleep and skimp out on sleep, especially in our culture, which prizes busyness and, you know, cramming it all in and productivity. And I know it can be super easy to just forego sleep to like get something else done off your to-do list, to finish a work project, to watch more Netflix, to go out with friends. And all of those things are fun and important. But sleep is so profoundly helpful and healthful that it really, it really can't be skipped out on. I mean, it's about as optional as oxygen. You need sleep to function your best. And because spring is the season of renewal, that's why I wanted to talk about it. Sleep is essential. It's so essential. And when we're younger, we can really get by with little sleep and still kind of function well. I mean, you know, you've like pulled all-nighters in school and then took the exam and aced it and still went out and like did everything you had to do that day. As the burdens on us increase in terms of responsibilities and the burdens of life and age, especially in the COVID era, we really need the decompression and replenishment that sleep provides. And even though our culture is one that think sleep is for the lazy. That is not true. Sleep is essential for all living beings and it's essential for us. So when you don't get enough sleep, you actually increase your risk of lots of serious health problems, including high blood pressure, heart disease, obesity, diabetes, and dementia. Sleep deprivation ages your brain and increases your risk of anxiety and depression. It also lowers your immunity, speaking of COVID era. Lack of sleep also increases the amount of cortisol in your body, which is the stress hormone. That hormone produces inflammation in the body, and inflammation is implicated in every chronic disease you don't want. In cancer, heart disease, arthritis, All of that is connected to inflammation. All of that is connected to cortisol and sleep. Lack of sleep increases your cortisol. Also, something I just recently learned, cortisol undoes collagen. 
cortisol like diminishes your collagen or breaks down your collagen and collagen is what keeps skin smooth. So for vanity's sake, for your brain's sake, for your body's sake, you totally need sleep. Here's something else that's interesting. Okay, so sleep is when you already know your body and brain replenish itself from the day. Your muscles repair from any exercise you did. Your memories and the day's information kind of get synthesized. Sleep is also when a system called the glymphatic system goes to work. The glymphatic system, not lymphatic, but glymphatic, is a sort of cleansing system for the brain. And so what happens is this glymphatic fluid floods the brain and it washes away waste proteins and metabolic debris that otherwise can gunk up and contribute to cognitive decline. So sleep it just repairs your entire system. It will make you, when you get enough sleep, you will be more optimistic. You will be less snacky. You will be more productive. You will be more patient and sharper in the brain. Like it's just, it's awesome. So that's why I say that not getting enough sleep is terrible and getting enough sleep is really essential for all the good things that you want, including feeling more peaceful. But you don't need to even know the science to know that this is true. I mean, think about how you feel after a night of tossing and turning. And think about how you feel after you've like really gotten some good sleep and say you didn't have to wake up with an alarm and you could sleep in. It feels delicious. Like it feels amazing and you feel amazing. So that is what sleep does for you. And that doesn't have to just be like once in a rare week when you don't have to wake up early. Like You can feel that good every day if you prioritize sleep. I used to not prioritize sleep. I thought that the most important thing was killing it at work or going out and having fun and partying. And I didn't prioritize sleep at all. It was like nice if you could get it, but if you didn't get it, whatever, you know, that's what coffee's for. But when I got serious about wanting to cultivate a sense of peace in my life, wanting to feel not so frenetic, not so chaotic in the brain, when I wanted to really get serious about feeling calm, calming anxiety, getting away from depression, like sleep became a big priority and it made a huge difference in the way that I feel. Um, it's, it's, I was going to say it's night and day, ha ha, but it is, it's truly night and day. Like the way I feel now getting enough sleep has made a world of difference in my tolerance levels, my energy, and even my skin really truly. So, you know, it's funny, many times I've heard Gretchen Rubin, the happiness expert Gretchen Rubin, call herself a sleep zealot. I'm like, two degrees shy of that. I'm not a full-on zealot, but I am a super enthusiast and proponent because I have seen what it's done in my own life and and because I know the science that it's so essential and because I know that it's actually something that we can do. I mean, we do sleep every night even if we don't get enough sleep and we can work towards getting enough sleep and the payoff will be so great. The payoff will be so great. It'll be easier to get things done. You'll be less short-tempered and all the things I said before. So sleep is like the ultimate inner peace hack, except it's not a hack because it's a health necessity, but it, it really is worth it. Okay. So you might be thinking, yep, 
you got it. I'm convinced, but dude, I do not have enough time. There's no way that my schedule or my lifestyle will allow me to, you know, suddenly like sleep eight hours a night and have this luxurious situation with no alarm going off in the morning. And I get it. It has to be intentional, especially when our culture doesn't support it. Our culture, as I said before, is one that, pr- that prizes busyness. Getting enough sleep is not like a badge of honor. Well, I mean, yet. <laughs> Once you start getting enough sleep, it'll be a total badge of honor. But so I have some, some tips here for how you can start trying to get more sleep. And the key word is baby steps. And knowing that you deserve sleep, that animals need sleep. We are animals. Like you deserve it. You need it. And baby steps. So the first thing is to start looking at your evening routine. Like, and consider to yourself, what would it take to get to bed 10 to 15 minutes earlier? What would have to change in my evening routine for me to be able to get in bed 10 to 15 minutes earlier? And even if you don't get in bed 10 to 15 minutes earlier, just start considering what what that would look like. Like, would I have to eat dinner a little earlier? Would I have to put the kids to bed a little earlier? Would it mean turning off the television earlier or logging off of work earlier or whatever? Like, start to consider what it would take. Just become aware of it. What, what would make having an earlier bedtime be possible? And know that whatever to-dos you might be skipping to go to bed a little earlier will be like so much easier to get done the next day. Once you see what it would take, and it maybe you've even gotten into bed 10 to 15 minutes earlier, notch it back. Notch it back a little bit by little bit. Maybe, you know, you can get in five minutes before that or 10 minutes before that. And what you want to do is target spending seven to eight hours in your bed, even if not all that time is spent sleeping. Start working towards that. Another thing to do is to count backwards from your wake time. Like if you have to wake up at 6 a.m. and you know you want to spend seven to eight hours in your bed, well, then that means the very latest you can get into bed would be 11 p.m. the night before. I would tell you if I have to wake up at 6 a.m., I would probably be in bed by like 8.30 or 9. I love sleep so much and it would be hard for me to get up at 6 without having ample rest. So now you're counting backwards. Now you kind of know what your bedtime, your ideal, you know, go to bedtime would be. Another thing you might do is set a reminder. You got an alarm to wake up. You can set an alarm to start getting ready for bed and maybe set it, you know, 10 to 15 minutes before you want to actually be in bed and this alarm goes off or this reminder goes off on your phone and you know, okay, whatever I'm doing, it's really time to kind of notch it down, turn it off because I have to get into bed. This is also good because you can use those few minutes before bed to create a nighttime routine. Science has shown that having a regular nighttime routine can bring on that feeling of rest, can signal to your body and mind that it is time to wind down and go to sleep. And your nighttime routine does not have to be anything fancy. It can literally be brush your teeth, put on your PJs. That's your nighttime routine. I mean, that's kind of my nighttime routine. I also wash my face and uh, put on lotion. And that's pretty much my nighttime routine. Whatever your nighttime routine looks like, whether it includes stretching, journaling, meditating, you know, whatever it is. Make it something that you can do consistently. And just taking the steps of your routine will tell your body, oh yeah, 
time to get ready for sleeping. And the other thing I was going to say is to turn off devices. So there's also been quite a bit of research into the blue light that is emitted by phones and tablets and TVs, and it suppresses the release of melatonin. Melatonin is a compound that your body naturally produces that helps regulate sleep-wake cycles and circadian rhythms. So when your body releases melatonin, it's kind of like a time to wind down. It's nighttime. So you don't want to suppress that release because that could interfere with the restfulness of your sleep. So if you can, maybe part of your nighttime routine is switching off your phone, turning off the TV, and doing something a little more analog in the evening. For me, that is reading. I like to read on like a paper book, an old-fashioned paper book. And I've also learned that I really can't read a page-turning novel as my before bed routine, because I'll stay awake reading. I'll just be super into it and turning the pages. And now it's midnight. And now I'm like way past my bedtime. So create a nighttime routine that you feel good about that tells your body it's time for rest. And then start to kind of unplug, unplug yourself and unplug your devices. Oh, another nice thing you could do for your nighttime routine is get some really nice PJs that you love, that feel really cozy and comfortable, that you'll be like looking forward to putting them on. And that could be that could be like the single step of your nighttime routine, although you would probably brush your teeth, right? So you want to get yourself ready for bed and get into bed, and now you want to get some good quality sleep. So experts say that the way to do that is to keep your room dark, quiet, and cool. And if you can keep your phone out of your bedroom, but most of us can't really use it as an alarm, but at least turn down the brightness, turn off the turn off the sound and and keep your room dark, quiet and cool. And this should lead to a really good night's sleep. And then wake up refreshed, wake up so excited and so grateful that you gave yourself that gift of ample rest. I promise it will make things so much easier. It'll make like everything in life so much easier. I don't know about everything in life, but <laughs> it'll make you better equipped to handle whatever the day throws at you when you are well rested. So I hope that, oh, you know what I just realized? I'm not a sleep zealot. I am a sleep evangelist. I think everybody should be getting more sleep. I think that it would make us nicer and more patient and, you know, less likely to flip off drivers on the road. Like I think that it would make people a lot happier and a lot more peaceful. And that's why I wanted to talk to you about it. So I hope that this inspires you to consider how you might be able to get a little more sleep on the regular. And I hope that it brings you a great sense of, of peace and relaxation to feel what it's like to be really rested. So our affirmation this week is, I allow myself to rest and restore. I allow myself to rest and restore. And I'm here to tell you, you deserve it and you will love it. Oh, you'll love it. I don't know anybody who doesn't love being well rested, right? So I wish you very restful sleep and the sweetest dreams. Thank you so much for listening. I am grateful for the opportunity to speak to you every week. It's an honor and I appreciate it so much. So if you're enjoying the show, I hope you'll please subscribe. Drop me a note on Instagram. Let me know what you think. And I just couldn't appreciate you more. So thank you so much. And I will talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.